We are back. Welcome back to the fifth and dribble podcast. We're sitting here with your boys, Matty B and Locke. Locke, good to see you surviving on the island, drinking from the coconuts, eating the fruit. How are you, my friend? You doing all right? Me and Wilson are doing just fine, brother. Don't you worry about us. That's good. Did you use your hand or did you use your cock and balls to make the face? Um, I just cut a little hole in Wilson and chucked him in the microwave. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did, you dirty, dirty pig. Oh, my goodness. How you doing, my man? You all right? I'm all good, man. I'm all good. We're getting end of week, another round of football. I'm going to game one of this round. Game so I'm very one. excited. Lovely. And I will be at game number four of this round. We will be SCG. we will be separated, but um we will be we'll have to spirit use with each other. Yeah, we'll have to use that uh telepathic connection that we've got going on. It's gonna be there. like and I think this is very on topic for this week. It's gonna be like that scene in Greece where you got Sandy on one end, John Travolta oh, on the other. That's don't what it's have gonna to... be. I brought see Bruh. how I bring it to we can keep people up to date. We are uh, rest in are... peace, nuclear bomb. Wow, she was she was like my first and probably only eighties crush. She was ooh. Oh, mummy, mummy, mummy show, mummy showed me the old mummy. Wow, mummy showed her me the mommy. old, uh, <laughs> showed me the old Grease movie. She's a she's a bit of a musical head herself, and uh, that just she got my heart racing from a very. She looked good age. for that. She looked good in her seventies, mate. Oh, right, yeah, she looked good all around. Oh, I mean, yeah, okay. She looked good all around. She looked good all around. I'll give it. Would, would, how about we just take this start out and start again? Yeah, <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe we should. Nah, that's not. We're one take bandits. You know what we're like, all right. You know what we're like. So we're in. We're around it. We're about it. <laughs> um, back up at Mumsy's this week, my guy. You're off to uh, off to do your hot air balloon. Yes, but hopefully, tomorrow. hopefully by the time listeners hear this, my you'll be in the rants will have worked. I will yes. be in the air and my, uh, you know what? If I get in the air, I will tell the listeners the name of this, this unnamed balloon company. Ooh, unnamed balloon company. And also if I die, Matthew, make sure to tell them. Uh, yeah, I will tell them. I've already forgotten, but I'll, I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So second football show. Guys, look, and, and I feel like we say this. Not often, but maybe once a month. It's going to be a bit of a shorter one today, and it still ends up being like the regular time. Yeah, I think they're the longest ones, honestly. We Yeah, we waffle on. But today is going to be a shorter one. We are running a little bit later tonight. I lost my headphones. There's a big fucking kerfuffle. I'm using the AirPods with the microphone. It's it's a weird mix. Okay? Is it so working? Sound, it's working. You sound different, though. So I don't know if that's the headphones and like the input into the microphone then making you sound different to me, or if that's the way it's going to project on the podcast. If it is, it's going to be like we're back to day one and using the laptop mics. So it is what it is. If if we sound different, sorry. If we don't, I'm really sorry. So <laughs> <laughs> if we do, it's a throwback round, retro yeah, round, retro round. Shout out, shout out, retro round. Um, yeah, no, I'm well. Thanks for asking. You're a dog. Um, okay, let's get. You're right gonna tell us the... anyway. No, I'm not. No, I'm not even gonna tell you. No, it's not even worth it. Let's get right into the year now report. Right, the topic of the week. The weak gutted dog man, 
Ricky Stewart himself. Person, uh, person. person. We're not, so, we do not gender the weak. We do not gender <laughs> the weak gutted dogs. Um, shout out to uh, Rugby League merch, actually. They've just dropped the uh, weak gutted dog shirt. I'm, uh, I'm I really want to cop. I think we'll yeah. have to cop that. Check out Rugby League merch. They got some good stuff up there. They do got some good stuff. And keep your eyes peeled for your boys ever on uh, Rugby League merch, possibly. You uh, you never know. Allegedly, you maybe. We'll know. see what's happening. Got allegedly. Some stuff going. Allegedly. So, uh, but yes, Ricky Stewart, the, the weak gutted dog person, he has received the first ever coach's suspension that has been provided by the NRL themselves for given one week and a 25K fine that the club has been instructed not to pay a dollar of. How do you... How do you feel, yeah or nah, on the Ricky Stewart uh, punishment? Well, I, I sent you a very funny photo today, I think, about this Canberra situation, Canberra versus Penrith situation. Yes. Yes, I was did. at Penrith today um, at a nondescript sporting goods store. Yes. They had 30% off all Canberra NRL gear, specifically I didn't realize, Canberra. I didn't realize that you were in Penrith. I was in Penrith. You said that to me. That makes it so that was, much funny. That was specifically 30% off. Only, only Canberra. Wow. <laughs> they wow. are That's not tough. expecting a lot of sales. But uh, I think, look, this, it seems... Enough, like, it's one of those things where it's like, once it's out, there's no real punishment that's going to really fit the like it is what it is this this seems fine for me one week is fine two weeks would have been fine three weeks i'd be like oh that's a bit so i kind of look at it like that the same way as player suspensions i think i would have i think i personally would have rather two weeks and maybe 15k like bring the money back a little bit because money's money right but you really want to punish for the comments that were said and yeah. um, you know, as and, much and as we sit here and meme about it, it's still and, like, it's still and, a fuck thing to say. And I think it's one of those things where it's like the cash is more probably impactful to the person getting fined, but the games is more impactful to us as viewers because it's not our money, so we don't care how much it is. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, so I don't know. I always look at it like if it's if it's within one week of me being like, yeah, I think that's a reasonable amount, then that's. That's fine. I think that's fine. It is what it is. They obviously like he doesn't feel any different. This punishment isn't going to make him change his mind. Nah, did you see his like initial comments? It was just like, yeah, I'm sorry. I still kind of believe it, but yeah, I'm yeah, sorry and I said that, it. And, <laughs> and that's what we talked about in the show. His apology yeah. was literally like, my bad. I didn't mean to tell you he's a fucking dog. Like, <laughs> I didn't mean to say it in a Canberra Raiders t shirt. I meant yeah, to say exactly. it in like I, a Ralph Lauren. <laughs> I said, sorry, I, said the, I said the quiet part loud, my bad, which is fine. Stick to takes. It is what it is. Um, it We're seems fine. Jamin Salmon seems to seems to be copping on a chin. I just you knew Paul Kent and Crowley and those germs oh, were going. Yeah, we're going to like defend that, it. I didn't. I watched the dropped. clip. I didn't watch the fucking yeah. episode, bro. I'd rather I didn't watch the episode. I watched out. the clip. Yeah. Um, and tough. I mean, it's so funny. The, there's big vibes with those boys at the moment, where it's like, I know, but you don't know. But I'm not going to tell you. But I know, yeah. but you don't know. And it's like, lol. Like we don't give a fuck. Like who cares? Yeah, so it was just bad. Yeah. Like if it was as bad as you, <laughs> if it was as bad as you claim it is, your mates enough with him to like drop that to defend him. Like, if yeah, it was exactly. that bad, it would have been leaked. It's not yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It's Also, I don't fucking care what he did when he was 12. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't <laughs> care less. The whole, like... that, I think that's what's, I think that's my, that's easily my favorite part of all of this. Because, like, you shouldn't have a favorite when somebody's called a weak gutted dog. But the fact that, like, he's been holding on to this for 10 plus years. 
He's he was tall. And it's not like he did it when he was like in his early 20s and now in his 30s. You'd be like, all right, he was a man when he did that shit. But you're like, he was 12, bro. Even if he did some heinous shit, right, which mm. is implied that he did. And I mean, those familiar with Ricky Stewart know that he has, um, I believe it's an autistic daughter. Oh, and some yeah. of the rumors are going around saying it has something involved with that. Yeah. Uh, but that's just rumors. Like you that, can't. And, that, and that's. Yeah. And, and you know what? One person says it and then it gets turned into a thing that all of a sudden we're talking about it and it gets amplified. Mm, and it's, mm. So even it, that's, that's probably worst case. Even if yeah. it is worst case, it's fucking 12 years old. Like, yeah. really? Are you, do, you want to, do people really want to be judged on what they did when they were 12? Mm-hmm. All right, I don't well, want to be judged when I was 22, let alone 12. Yeah, true. I still don't want to be judged now. So. <laughs> Only right, God let's... can judge us. Yeah. Speaking speaking of God judging people, great segue. Uh, pushing on to the Manly Seagulls and all things Manly. Um, do you think they're still possible for the A? So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out to you. All right, Manly have had a four game winning streak this season, and it was without Turbo. And in those four games, they beat three of the teams that they have to come up against in the next four weeks. So they beat the Titans, Raiders, and Dogs. The Raiders are obviously in ninth right now. The Sharks, they do have, that would be their bogey, but they have them at home at four points. Do you think that it's possible that Manly go on a four-game win streak to make the eight? Yeah or nah? Nah, because the Roosters are, are four points clear. Yeah. I think if you it reckon? was two, I think if it was two points, because you could convince me they win all four of those games. The Manly. Roosters, though, the Roosters like, have you, you, you could plethora. honestly convince me that Manly win like they they'll beat the Titans for sure. They'll mm. they'd probably beat the Raiders. I think they they'll lose Ricky Stewart one game. They'll probably drop even further down, and they they don't really seem to to stick around. It gets tough. They'll probably lose that. The Dogs will be a tough game, and yep. the Sharks. But as you said, at home, I could I could theoretically see them winning all four. But I think in that case, the Roosters only need to win two. But Roosters have cows. Then they have the Tigers, which is probably a win. Then they have the Storm. Then they have the Bunnies. Yeah, yeah. It's possible. I mean, it definitely is possible. And, and it's closer now than I thought it would be last week. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah. if, if they come across the Sharks and the Sharks thump them, it's kind of like this is game. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, I think it does come down to that. But I mean, they lived in Brookie, they lived in the Cauldron. They so do say, and if I was, was going to Shark Park, I'd be I'd be putting a line through them. But I just, and, I don't and think I would I can say, yet. I would say if they could do it, if the Roosters could upset the Cowboys this week, but it turns out it's not an upset. They're oh favorites. yeah, it turns out they're the favourites, bro. What is this? What is this about? So if you've seen it on the socials, a nondescript, a few nondescript betting agencies have got the Roosters as the favourites. I get it. They're the Roosters. They're you know we're in the SCG. Cowboys traditionally in Sydney don't have a fantastic winning record. But put some respect on our name, bro. We're second in the league up against eighth, a troublesome eighth that barely only completed over 60% last week against a crappy Broncos team. Like, I know that we don't have the greatest form going in and and the Bulldogs game was closer than the 13-plus scoreline suggested. But where? Why are we not the favorites? How, it's so how strange. It's pretty much a full strength Cowboys team. Jordan McLean's it, back. Yeah, Jordan McLean's back, and it's it's just basically the hammer in for felt is really the only which like, has been like ninety percent. Yeah, of the I was year. I was gonna say, and that's not even if that's your worst change. It's so strange. Like you'd think the team coming second, you would at least get that respect as the as the incumbent. on a on an orange nondescript betting agency. 
that uh, is rather descriptive to our friends about even podcasts. Um, Cowboys 13 plus is 525. There That's is definitely there That's is definitely a world where we get up 13 plus. Mm. So I have a betting slip right now that is uh, cows one to 12, Scotty drink anytime, and Joseph sex Ali to go over anytime. And that's paying about $16. So thank you. Wham, bam. Thank you, man. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, What do you, do you reckon they should be the favorites? Or do you reckon there's a, Cowboys there's a I mean, Cowboys should be the favorites. Like into this, the six points, they're eight points clear of the roosters. They got four wins on them. They're coming second. They've looked good. They're back to full strength. I think they've kind of gotten through the hiccup of origin. Because mm. they lost a few guys, they they were kind of they're kind of punching in guys here and there. They should mm-hmm. be favorites. The second, I don't understand this. Like, yeah, it's really strange. But who's the I favorites mean, between Storm and Panthers? Is it Panthers? I'd imagine Panthers. Yeah, Panthers by a lot, one fifty five to two forty five. Which is yeah, with, with with Jerome Hughes out, you would expect as well. Yeah, I guess so. And and because Penrith won, if Penrith had lost against. Canberra, I think that'd be a lot tighter. And they're hard to beat in Penrith. I get all of that stuff, but I'm just saying, like, it's just, it's just anyway, I'm going to, I'll, I'll get upset. So the next year, nah, is less of a year, nah, and more of a who would you rather? So Trebojevic is basically going to miss the World Cup. Caelan Ponga still has a question mark over him, but in, in theory, we have two fullbacks slash a center and a fullback that we're going to have to fill positions for. Who would you like to replace these two out of the four I'm about to say? Nico Hines, Joseph Suwali, Dylan Edwards, or Scott Drinkwater? Who is the schmokiest of schmokies to replace out of those? Suwali. Suwali's a schmokie, you reckon? I reckon Suwali's No, I, I reckon he's already in the squad. Yeah. yeah. But that's, I think he's probably the third winger chosen. The Fox has played himself back into an Australian jersey. 100%. Um, I think with To'o declaring for Samoa, I would say Suwali's probably in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Edwards could be a smoky to get in. I think Edwards over drink water. I Ooh. do think, I, I don't know why. I just have a, I think drink water just drink water. He got that halves coverage he, as well. He does, but I think he's still in that underrated portion of his career. We're not there yet. We're not, yeah, yeah. I don't think Scottie we're there yet. Um, Hines, I don't know. He looked abysmal at fullback when he played mid year, so I don't know what's going on there. Mm, uh, yeah. But he'd, he'd be interesting cover because he can obviously cover seven as well. Well, I think Hines will be in the squad regardless because he can I think so seven. too. Um, I just threw him in there because I kind of started to run out of thoughts of... I mean, you'd think Latrell will backs. be one of the centers, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, Latrell's, Latrell's and, and a that's, seven. He's, and that, he's that's, a center, sorry. And that's fullback cover. Who mm. else you got? Tedesco. You'd normally have to... But you got Holmes that a pinch could come in. Yep. Yeah, I think there'll probably be another one. I think Holmes, Holmes, will, be Holmes will be in. It would like I don't know if it, is it twenty four man squad they're naming. I think it's thirty. Isn't it a thirty if man it's squad? 30 man, if it's thirty man squad, it wouldn't surprise me if Hines, Suwali, and Edwards are in it, and Drinkwater is unlucky to miss out. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm with you on that one. I think I'm with you on that one. All right, uh, yeah or nah on the Gold Coast Titans adding Sam Verrills. You did call this. This is old news, baby. This is I old believe news. Monday, Monday, or maybe even last Thursday, you called this. Um, Big ups. Uh, I love it. It's a great big up for them. Great. Yep. Like he's an actual nine. He's like, and that is one of the weakest positions in the league, nine right now. Did you see their did you see their announcement? It was it was dope. 
Did you I liked see it? it. I liked it. Yeah. yeah I saw a few people sick. complain on it. Oh, this is lame. I was like, come on, man. Like, what nah, do you come on, do? man. Yeah. Sporting card culture is back. I know. What are you talking I about know. this ain't lame. Um, but yeah, I love it. It's an actual nine for them. Yep. And he, yeah, it, it, it allows Aaron Clark to now play like a 13, Tino to prop. It really opens them up a bit. Yeah. Um, he just needs yeah. to stay healthy, Varels. I think they got him on some pretty, the exact number hasn't come out, but I think you would imagine they got him on some good value, right? Yeah, 100%. They'd be saving money on that Kieran and I deal, don't, so they need to be throwing money at someone. I, I don't think it's a coincidence that he he has come back and the Roosters have looked like a different team. No, not a coincidence. I think he is really. I think he's a really good player. He just can't stay healthy, and if he can, that's awesome. He's a pretty young guy, but he's still got a little bit of experience with like being around this Rooster squad. I think that that's the that's the knock on the Roosters in general. Like they just haven't been able to stay. They haven't had long injuries, but they've had like enough niggly injuries. You know, People Gus just Crichton started here slow. And there. Yeah, yeah, Gus Crichton started slow. Victor Radley's been in and out like he always is. Connor Watson as well, who was supposed to be their utility off the bench. He's just been in and about at Sam Verrill. I still as well, that so. that signing still confuses me, the Connor Watson one. Really? I, I, I have mean, really liked him this year. I've in, liked in it, the but it's he's in. Because liked, then they can they can run like a three man switcheroo, three three man weave when they've got Radley, him and Verrill's out there. Yeah, but I feel they, like they, they they, really I feel like they've done like that the a Cowboys few times. Do. They've done it a few times and I think they've they've started to pick the times they do that smarter. Yeah, because at the start of the year they were doing that and getting monstered by packs. Like yeah. They did it against the Broncos earlier in the year, and the Broncos kind of romped them with like Carrigan, Haas, and them yeah. their massive pack. Uh, but that, I think Trent Robinson started to know when to use that more. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Is Ben Hunt next? Is he going on the Titans next? I don't think so. It'd be hard to imagine him leaving. Yeah, it would be hard. He, he seems seem like to, a dragon to the end. And they seem like they have. Um, they're they're pretty convinced with Sexton. Like I know he's been dropped, but mm. I think that's more. That's not a we don't think you're good. That's we just don't want you your confidence to to drop. To we drop. don't we don't need Ash Taylor two Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know what happens to Ben Hunt though. You probably like if you're the Dragons, you fucking keep him. Do everything you can to keep him around, don't you? Of course you do. Of course he you has do. to be. He has to be one of the priority targets for Wayne Bennett and the Dolphins. Come back to Queensland, be a marquee half in a Queensland team. That would be huge. That and was the sound of my chair, just in case the microphone picked that up. I did not <laughs> let one rip. <laughs> if you get him on a cheap deal, cheaper deal towards the end of his career, transition yeah. into nine eventually once halfbacks passed him. Yeah, it should be a nine anyway. Should be a nine. I think anyway. I th- eventually he will look, be. I think he'll finish. The looks, well, by the looks of things, McCulloch's going to end up probably retiring after this year. There's a lot of rumblings about that. Mm. Do you think he pushes to nine and then they just go full in on a moan and Sloan? Nah, I don't think so. I, I think you would need, for me to, to move him to nine, you'd need to have a seven knocking down the door. I don't right. think there's point moving him for the sake of moving him. Yeah. Whereas if 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 they had a, if a moan and um, who's the other one? Again, I just blanked on the Sloan. name. Sloan. And there's one more, Sullivan. Sullivan, yeah. Sullivan. If if either of those guys are knocking down the door for a seven, then sure, try it to get them all on the field. But hmm. if they're still having a hard time, yeah. Yeah, it makes it definitely makes it more diverse. Like we've seen how good Ben Hunt is as hooker. Like it's yeah. just it's fucking insane. Because he would he would he competes then with like some of the greatest Australian hookers. Like he's competing with Grant, Cook, and Coruscant for for the nine. For the, I for think the so too. Nine, I think so. he would be. He's a it's insane. He's a top five. He's top five halfback and top five. Um, nine. Oh. And it's yeah. yeah I it's don't think there's many players. Hard to find that. 
there's not many players that are like in two positions. Like Latrell's probably one. Munster would be another one. Munster's another one. I w- I'd want to see him play fullback a bit more, though. Like I know he's given he gave us almost mm. a perfect fullback game, but it was. Valentine Holmes is another one. Yeah, I think Val Holmes is one. Tom Travojevic is probably one as well. Nick Hines, but, you probably could have said was one until yeah, he had a shitty fullback yeah, in the but, but that was only but on on the inverse to to Munster, that was only a couple of games. Last time we saw yeah. him, he was a good fullback. Yeah, so true. I think um I think normally that's backline plays. You don't get many of the like heart spine players like that. Nah, no. Jerome Hughes as well. I, he would be a gun. I think he would he would drop back into the fullback. He would destroy. Oh, that would yeah. be de- There's a delicious. few like that. Yeah, there's a few and half of them play or have played for Melbourne. It sucks. Um, all right, last on the year nah. Now, a bit of a deep dive here. So stay with me. All right. Now I know you're gonna be yeah on this certain gentleman coming back. Why would I be yeah on this certain gentleman? Because I know how much you love Johnny Bateman. All right. You are a big Johnny Bateman fan. I'm aware. All right. So there are reports currently that Johnny Bateman might be coming back to the NRL. Timmy Sheens has put a call out to Wigan to ask him to be released and come to the Tigers. Um, We're going to put a block to it so far because Bateman is contracted till 2024. Uh, Are you yeah or no on Bateman coming back to the Tigers? I mean, I'd be yeah on him coming back to the NRL. He should be playing in the best league in the world. He should be. He should be. He one of the best back rowers in the world, and he's over in England. He should be playing. He should be playing here. Like those, yeah. It is a shame that he left. What he did at Canberra was amazing. Like what he was able to do, and I know they had a great team, and they're playing really well together. But he was a big talisman and a big leader for that. He is unbelievable the way he plays. I'm so excited to see a back row consisting. Two thirds of Bateman and Radley for England. That's going to be unbelievable. Oh yeah, that'd be. Your people are going the to get ball their, playing. Oh, and people are going to get their faces destroyed. Like, oh, imagine yeah. running into that. Like, yeah. I'm imagine, sweet, imagine avoiding Bateman yeah. to then get hit by Radley. Yeah, yeah no, like I'm, I'm pretty sweet there, bro. I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm okay, lad. I, I think he should. I don't think he should come back to the Tigers because I like him and don't want him to suffer. But yeah, yeah, that's him, true. Him well, the coming... reason the reason that it's potentially related to him going back to the Tigers is Papa Lee was on Channel Nine the other day and kind of danced around the question about him fully committing to the Tigers. Yeah, I... and he might be going back to the Vodafone Warriors. I don't know what's happening with the Papa Lee thing. I've I would I would feel bad for Tigers as much as we meme them. Yeah, because they let go of Luch, they let go of Talungi, they let go of Gardner on the thought we're getting ice. We're getting Papali'i in here to play back rows, a premier back rower. Yeah, we'll Coruscant's coming yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Move, like they move a few pieces. Yeah, they they move, they let players go because he was coming and him not him not committing or decommit. Like if he said now, well I'm definitely not coming, they have time to work it out with him to try and get somebody to they might have mm. young guys there can put into holding patterns. It's him saying, "Let's wait till the off season's fucking horseshit." I'm yeah, and playing that and hiding behind his manager. It's a yeah, I don't just like that. No, bro, and, it's your future. And you I un- yeah, and I understand. It's also like nearly two million dollars on the table over three years. You yeah. decide. And I understand that it's he. He was struggling at the Warriors. Came across and has had two fan, had two amazing years as pretty much one of the form back rowers. Yeah, but it's you need to. Yeah, you can't. Clubs can't do it. If you're going to sign early, that's the risk in signing early. Yeah. You, you may sign for it, unders, right? Like This is like, the thing, though. He's like signed the dotted line. So I don't know how he would be able to weasel his he way would, out. He would. He would. He would. Past the just, August, 
August it is cut so, off, August so, the cut off or whatever. So the only the only leverage he has is because they fired Madge. Is is because they fired Madge, but also if they're like, well, that doesn't cut it. You doesn't matter who the coach is. You signed that yeah. he could be like, well, I'm just I'm not going to try hard, and he could yeah. just mope around and do that, like like what Moses and. To the, um, to the Ryan Madison and just mope there until they get all Eels players too, by the way. That's um funnily interesting. enough. Interesting. Yeah. Mm, who would think they have no ticker? Mm. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's the only not, not not to mention the fact that they are the worst playoff performing club in rugby yeah. history, but that's fine. It's that's okay. That's all right. Um, it is what it is. That that's the only leverage he has. I hope he goes to Tigers because it'd just be a joke if he could just walk. Could you imagine if they get both Bateman? And popularly, yeah, oh. I, I think regardless, Bateman should be back in the NRL. Yeah, man. It it's be. insane. I'm hoping that the should world, be. I wish the World Cup was here because A, we could go see the games, but yeah. B, so Bateman could come back to Australia, be amongst it again. Maybe that sparks some love for him, and yep. maybe playing in the World Cup against Australia will will spark. And there'll be a few Aussie players, like a few that would have played with him. That he'll, yeah, yeah. And there's a few Aussie based English guys who play, like Herbie will play. Luke Thompson, mm. if he can get his fitness back, will be in the squad at least. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking on every fucking English player. There's well, definitely Rad, more. Rad's, yeah, Bradley. There's a few more NRL-based guys who can... And I know James Graham will be in and around the squad in some capacity. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, there's surely there's something they can do and be like, bro, you, the, the best back row in the world needs to be playing in the best league in the world. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. All right, well... Before we move on to the pre-reviews and the ins and outs and all that kind of stuff, we didn't pray. So let's just quickly pray in the middle of this podcast. For those that don't know, we are supported by the wonderful people over at the Cover AU Podcast Network. Uh, so praise be on to the cover and all the great things that they do for us. I know that the cover brethren down in Canberra have been hiding ever since the Ricky Stewart comments. They've been in bed <laughs> with the with the duvet over the head. So they've been uh, been trying to get a comment from Liam and he's saying, no, nope, not even I can dig Ricky out of this one. So stick to your takes. Um, praise be unto the doc guy, the socialist guy, and the Sherpa, whom we miss on a Thursday show. But we digress and we keep moving on. First game, Thursday night game. Uh, I think I read that the Panthers have won their last eight Thursday night games. Panthers v Storm. Any major ins and outs for you, my guy, that you think we need to be made aware of? Um, the Storm have a couple. Nick Meany's named at number one. Yep. Justin Olam named at number four. Yep. Big outs for them. Felice Kafusi and um, Jerome Hughes. Massive outs. Huge outs. Huge, Do you think chance. that Munster should move to one with Cooper Johns being seven and Meany being the six, or do you think they keep him at six? Well, I mean, Cooper Johns hasn't been named, so yeah, he's named at seven. Is he? Yeah, he's the halfback. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, Cooper Johns did a good job. I think Nick Meany, like, has got obviously got some halves playing him. Cameron Munster was just fucking unbelievable. Again, it was against the Titans, but he was fucking unbelievable um, last week. I don't know. The argument can always be made. Um, I'm more excited for what's going on on the other side with uh, Sunia Taruva playing on the wing. I'm so excited for your boy Viliami Viliami Kickhouse back. Like, 
I'm, I'm loving that Taruva's getting a bit of run now because, you know, we've seen so much of this young guy coming through and, you know, the whole Dylan Edwards is in front of him, but he signed two more years because he wants to play in Penrith, loves the system, blah, blah, blah. So the fact that he's like, you know, it's finally paying off for him is fucking fantastic. I love that. Um, so, yeah. There's I'm- also a few key outs for, for Penrith as well. Like obviously yep. with Taruva coming in, Taylor May's got that shoulder injury, so he's out. Yep. And James Fisher-Harris copped, what, the one-week, two-week suspension for that swinging arm? Yes, that is. So that brings Matty uh, Eisenhuth into the front row. Matt Eisenhuth is a great a great pop prop to uh, to fill the hole. He's no JFH. I'm not, I'm not going to say that he is. But, I mean, the Melbourne, like, front pack have been shit this year. Like, and they're even and, and, weaker and they without Kafusi. And they're weaker without Kafusi, which... Rest in peace to his dad, you know, all of our um thoughts. He might be gone for a while. He's um I believe family. I believe his old man's based in the States. So he might be gone Yeah, yeah. For he an might extended be, period. He might be gone for an extended period. But you know, effectively, you know, the Melbourne Storm bigs have been so have changed so much over the last two years. Like you look at um, you know, all the boys that have already got one foot out the door. Um, how does David Nofaluma already have a photo? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna come to that. I was, I'm, I'm getting there. Okay, I'm just talking about how shit the Storm Bigs are. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah, and they, they just like they looked, they looked shocking. Even though it was against the Titans, they looked slow. Um, I don't know if you saw the same thing, but I just, I wasn't, I wasn't Look, all that impressed the, the pack, by the them. Pack's and not the fact the same, that, yeah. and the fact that Tino like outplayed all of them. And he was a reserve for them. Like he How was... crazy is it that I was just about to say, I forget all the time that Tino played for Melbourne. Bro. All the time I forget. He was he was my fantasy pickup of the year that if year. They, if they could go back, they would move some shit around to keep him oh, one day. They Especially knowing everyone. Earth, bro. Um, but I mean, I think I do think Penrith get up. I think it'll probably be a one to twelve win. No Fisher Harris sucks for their go forward. And it's gonna be mm. interesting to see if the left edge is as lethal with Taruva there. I don't know how much wing he's played. He plays center and fullback in Q- in um, New South Wales Cup. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Besides that, as you said, kick hours back and the bench. Ivan Cleary seems to be really into picking an outside back in the last spot. I think he's just, maybe he's really worried about losing a back for for an extended may, time in the head. He may also the, be the, thinking like play the boys half each, you know, like especially well, I mean, Brian he, Toto starting the year with the injuries is, and whatnot. Yeah, this is he, the this is the third week in a row he's chosen an outside back yeah on the bench. And I mean it's a light bench as it in as it is with like Kenny Sorensen, Linu and Rob Jennings. Yeah. Um so I don't know. I don't know if we Rob Jet Rob Jennings or Charlie Staines there. So yeah I, I think yeah I don't know. I don't know. It's uh it's a bit of a play around for sure. I think that I think the Penrith get up and they get up pretty convincingly. Like I may only say twelve, but I think it'll be a like convincing twelve. But yeah, how I, does David Nofaulum already have? Uh, how does a how photo? does young Tonoma Pia, however you said it, have a photo? They picked him up last week. He was like yeah. not playing two weeks ago. Yeah, that's and and like who was it? It was Grant Andrews. Anderson. Anderson, sorry, Grant Anderson. So shout out with the greatest respect, Grant Anderson. Um, 
didn't had like the most warped photo. And then Marion Seve didn't have a photo for like 17 weeks. Yeah, Seve's got a photo now. Jacob Carras still doesn't have a photo, and we'll get to it when we touch on the next game. Yeah, what's that about, bro? If you get a hat trick, yeah, I was just about to say, if you get a hat trick, you, you get a photo. Get a photo for sure. You so you you think sure. Penrith one to twelve? Yeah, Penrith one to twelve. I wouldn't be surprised if it's thirteen plus because it's Penrith. I, I think it'll be one to twelve. I think it'll be a wet, sloppy game. I think it's supposed to rain in Sydney on Thursday. Mm. I think it won't be great. Penrith Park when it gets wet gets really slow. Yeah, uh, I think either way, it's a great test to see if Penrith are still kind of legit, missing th- three of their most influential guys. You reckon in mm. Cleary, Cleary, Luai, and Fisher Harris? Yeah, hundred percent. But getting win. getting kick out back is huge. Yeah, exactly. If they Monumental. can win without those three, is massive. And if the Storm can win without Hughes, that's also especially massive. considering how deadly that left edge now is going. Yeah. Tungo and Toto. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, stop it. All <laughs> right. Let's push on. Warriors, Bulldogs. Um, now, I know you said Jacob Krause doesn't have a photo. On the website, on the computer, he does. So. Oh, on the app, he doesn't. Neither does Docker Clay or Declan Casey. Come on, man. Docker Clay does here as well. Uh, and Declan Casey does here as well. So, so the, the only app one that slacking. doesn't is Philip Makatoa, number 23. So the app is Slack and they don't update the app the same way that they update the website. But let's go through it. Most of the Warriors are kind of the same. The Ask Man comes in, which is lovely. We love to see the Ask Man there. Wade Egan's back to the hooker, which is also great. Uh, Josh Curran set to start again, which is fantastic. He's one of the best. Alicia Katoa to the bench. He just signed to the Storm as well. It's a great signing yeah, for the Storm. That's a fantastic sign. They're going to the turn Storm. him into a weapon. Oh, yeah. He's already a weapon, bro. Like, imagine. Well, I think he's just. I think he's had a hard year this year. He's going to have good halves, giving him good ball. He's Mm. going to have a good dummy half. Um, Great coach. He's next year. We're going to be like, they're going to have him and Sims and we're going to go, how the fuck do we let the storm have these guys? Yeah. How do we, we're just talking about how shit their forward pack is. How are we letting them bolster their forward pack up again? Um, And then over for the dogs, like they're pretty well the same. This is how they've been the last few weeks. No yeah. TPJ again as well. His wife is expecting. So congrats yeah, to TPJ. Well, congrats to TPJ. But um, this is going to be a giant baby. A huge baby. They're, they're looking deadly. That one to seven is disgusting. I mean, their 13 is quite good with, you know, RFM coming through uh, in his own way. Josh Jackson is always a workhorse. Paul Vaughan has had a pretty good reception. Pine is a young gun as well. I'm a fan of Jackson Pine. To Pine as well, your man Jeremy Marshall King, Max King has had a great year, and then like we know they're one to seven, like they're they're just fantastic. You know, Shoop in the centers is is always a uh, a hard on for us. I'm thinking dogs win, dogs win well, dogs thirteen plus. I think dogs thirteen plus, and this is perfect for them. Get a l- little bit of a confidence win here. Um, oh, actually, I'm going to change it. Dogs one to twelve. I forgot it wasn't Mount Smart. I still think the dogs will get up. I still do. I think the dogs will get plus. up. Um, I'm going to stick to 13 plus because, I mean, the dogs have a couple of tough weeks. They play the Eels, the Sharks, and then the Manly. So this could be the last win of the season. Could you be. hope it's a big one. Um, mm. Build some confidence going into those tough games. Because, I mean, that, they've been in and around the games that they've lost. Yeah, 100%. As we said, the 13-plus win the Cowboys had against them last week was not as the score suggested. There was like a bit of a blowout toward the end when the last try went over. Um, All right. Anything more on Dogs Warriors for you, my guy? No, I don't think so. I'm just going to be a fun game. Um, it will be I'm a fun game. It will be a fun yeah. front-day footy tip-off. 
Oh yeah, who so we we both have dogs, man. Both One of us dogs. needs to start fucking zagging soon. Well we'll go we'll go doubles. We'll go the winner because I've gone one to twelve and you've gone thirteen plus. Sounds so the good. winner is yep. based on the, the margin. All right, let's push on Eels, Rabbitohs. Uh fuck. I just I can't pick against the Rabbitohs. Yeah, I just can't. I think so too. And I mean their back five is starting to click. Isaac Thompson had a good game last week. I'd never heard of this dude before in my life. Great game last week. Had a great, game, had a great game. I Isaiah Tuss has really like he's it's gonna be hard. Like obviously, um Campbell Graham is gonna come back and walk into either center spot. But then yep. they're gonna have to, I guess maybe Jackson Paulo goes to the wing and Thompson drops out. That's gonna be tough. They actually have options now in the back there. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's um I mean, it's not. It's nice to have options. Like, there's no, there's nothing. Yeah, bad and, that, about and that's that. and that's something they haven't had all year in their back five. And like, Hame Sele comes back into the front row. He looks good. Um, Mark Nichols, the goat. I don't know. Did he didn't play last week? Did he? He was out. No, I'm pretty sure he played last week. Okay, he, I back. think he. I think he started last week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's back to the bench. Uh, they had a few issues. Havili and Davy Mola. Like they're they're pretty much full strength. You'd imagine, except for Campbell Graham at the moment. And then the you know the other big guns, the Murrays, the Kalama, Tungies, the Totolas. Oh man, just how do you these forward packs colliding are going to register on the Richter scale? It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Like Papali running at Kalama Tungi, Cameron Murray running at Bolo, like it's just oh far out. This has to be a big Jake Arthur game, too. I think. I think this game will be won in the hooker and in the fullback spots. I mean, Latrell Mitchell's Latrell Mitchell. We said it last week. When he gets the ball, it's just exciting to watch, right? But if if one of these hookers stands up more than the other, I think it inflates the score for sure. Reed Marnie has to. He he's had a few. He's probably had a down season. To be fair, he has. He um, definitely has. He, Especially when we're guys that rate Reed Marnie too. We do rate Reed Marnie. He's one of the few Paramount Eels that we actually like. So. Um, you know, it, he needs to play back to his end of last year standard to, I think, help the Eels compete in this game. Because, you know, Jake Arthur had a great game against Manly. I'm not taking that away from him. However, um, this is a different beast. Like uh, This is easily the game is, of the round. It is safe to say that the, the, the South Sydney Rabbitohs are more competitive than the Manly Warringah Seagulls. I don't think I'm breaking any fucking ground with that. So, um yeah, if if the Eels want to be considered a uh, a finals favorite, they need to win this game, and I just don't well, think if, they're going to. If they if the Rabbitohs win this, um, and depending, I mean they they won't catch the Storm on four and against, but if they win this and the Storm lose, they'll drop up to they'll be on they'll be up to fifth, um, with only four and against separating them and the Storm, which would be massive if they could finish top four. Be huge. Huge, be huge, and I think they might. They probably might I, pick to finish top four. I think. I think they could, and you were saying this probably a month ago about them being a dark horse. And, and you remember when you doubted it a little bit? I didn't doubt it. I just, I, I, I didn't doubt it. I just couldn't fully see it. And then Latrell Mitchell went fucking Superman mode, and, and I was anything, like, okay, sweet. They should already be on that level with the Storm. They should already be fifth. They should have beaten the Sharks. They yeah, should they be on that level. They should have beaten the Sharks. Yeah. It should be Rabbitohs, Eels, Storm and Sharks all on 28 points. But yeah. they, it's not because that's what happened. They fell apart. That's fine. But it's like that's mm. they would they should already be in that conversation. 
the Rabbitohs do have a bit of a softer run going home than what the Storm do, so it's exactly. very interesting. But yeah, I've got I've got Bunnies winning and winning well. Um, I just think yes, it's a combank. Yes, Parramatta usually play up to their competition, and I would say the Rabbitohs are a tier above them, obviously. Um, but I just think that you touched on the forward packs. They're I very even. I think yeah. the forward packs will will duke it out, and then the back five of of the Rabbitohs are like. And honestly, that's mainly just Latre- like what Latrell can do. Yeah, like there's 100%. no one that that can cut it with Latrell when he's on. It. And I think he'll be up for this. I do yeah. honestly think the Sharks' loss kind of kind of shook him awake a little bit to go Latrell. Come on, you need like people are criticizing you. We need to win these. And he he knows if they win, it's a huge leap forward for their premiership hopes. Huge, huge. I'm going bunny 13 plus. Where are you going? My God? I'm just going one to twelve. I think you said Combank. I still think it's gonna be pretty wet. I don't think it'll be high scoring, but the Rabbitohs always, once they kind of like a one to twelve or thirteen plus for the Rabbitohs is barely anything. They score tries like nothing, but I'll stick to one to twelve. Yeah, one to twelve. Okay, well, yeah, no, nah, I'm going thirteen plus. Stuff it. Now, my game of the round, cows, chooks. Okay, um, cows, bit of shaky form, but I think we're coming into something. I think we're humming on all cylinders at the right time. Uh, the chooks, you could probably say the same. Um, not a lot of change, except for obviously, as we said before. The big man, Jordan McLean, comes back. He's coming in off the bench. Uh, Jermaine Tanoa Brown drops back to the bench for Ruben Cotter to start, which I love. Welcome back. Uh, Luch Leilu and Griffin. That has to be the scariest bench. One of the biggest benches. It's heavy in, as fuck. In the rugby league. The rugby league. That's all I'm going to say. According, according, to, according to the NRL app, which you know isn't up to date with photos, the lightest guy on that bench is Griffin Neem at 106 kilos. And he's not 106 kilos. He's There's no that. way he's 106 kilos. Excuse me. So that, yeah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I just like to laugh at it. They're eight to 17 is like, they are some fucking scary dudes. They, yes. they run red when they see red. But on the other side, I'm not saying that they're not scary dudes. I mean, JWH. Matt Lodge is starting in this game. Angus Crichton, Victor Radley, who we fucking saw everything that he was doing last week. And then you've obviously got Egan Butcher and Terrell May on the bench as well. Those are boys that get up for it as well. I just, I don't know. I think with the way that the Roosters, the Roosters start games fantastically, their middle 40 is trash and they end games well. You can't ever ever put a line through them because they've got Luke Keary, Joey Manu, James Tedesco. Like they've got Suali, Sex Ali. They've got the guy. Sam Walker is a fucking killer halfback. Like he's, he's knocking on the door of what, like a top eight, top seven halfback. I don't know if yeah, I can name definitely... seven halfbacks. I'd like more than Sam Walker. Yeah. I think he's definitely up there and this will be a heavyweight clash. This is clearly the second best, I think, game of the round besides the other two. Yeah, um, I'm a bit more confident in the Cowboys. It's, I mean, the, the Roosters could make me fucking eat my words because they're the Roosters. And yeah, I've touched on it. They're, they're finding form at the perfect time of the year. But the Cowboys, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because that they've got the runs on the board. And as you said, they're pretty full strength. Yeah, I don't know if Cohen Hess drops back to the bench and McLean starts. Either way, I don't know. Hess has a lot of impact off the bench. They could use that. 
Nah, um, with the with the way that the injury happened, I'm more than happy for Jordan McLean to come off the bench. Yeah, and, and I, I don't mind that either. But if, if Todd Payton's confident in in that, it wouldn't surprise me to see that switch to kind yeah. of come out. Just McLean absorb that first twenty, as you said, when they start amazingly, McLean's there. And then yeah. when they're kind of struggling, you bring out Hess just to knock them over. Um, but they're in great form, the Roosters. I think this is going to be a really close game. I think it'll be pretty – I kind of want to say it'll be low scoring because both, team def- both teams defensively are humming. Mm-hmm. You don't think the Roosters are? I I think that we're in a better position than the Roosters. I'm I'm very confident in 1-12. to 12. I would almost put money on 13+. plus. Like I might throw a cheeky side on 13+. plus. Just because like the, root, the roosters, when that, bro, when the cows get going, you know that the stampede is coming. The cows are coming. You know what I'm saying? So, mm, yeah, the roosters have have held held their competition to under twenty for since like round seventeen. Their defense mm. is pretty good, and I agree. I'm not saying the cowboys are worse. Have worse defense. I know that you're very one eyed and can't handle no, any I, cowboys. I just, no, 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 no. I'm fine handling. <laughs> Cowboy, you've been giving me shit for the last 10 years of my life, so I'm fine to handle it. I'm just saying that, you know, these Cowboys, they make you pay for mistakes, and the Roosters are prone to mistakes in that middle 40. And I just think that maybe it will become too much. I honestly do, because if we thrive in our middle 40. That The end of the first half and the beginning of the second half, we are foots on the necks. So I just... No, I still think it'd be one to twelve. I think at the SCG, the Roosters will do enough. They've looked really good. I think it'll be close. The Cowboys have a few X factors they can throw out there and get something to happen. But yeah. I think that it'll take a while for the game to break open. Like it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if it's like six all or or ten twelve or something at halftime, and then yep. that that first twenty is when we really see a difference. Yeah. Okay. All right. But we both got cows. Both got cows. They got one to twelve. Lovely. I'll the outsiders. One to 12. They are. <laughs> Fucking joke. Absolute joke. All right. Tiger Sharks, not a lot to talk about. I don't, I was going to say, can we not spend a lot of time on that? Dale yeah, Finucane's back. Yeah. Um, Joe Offengawi moves to 13 as he should because he's looked great there. Lockie um, Miller. Lockie Miller, the wing. the wing. I don't know about that. Maybe the shoe Hayes salesman should have got yeah, the Yeah, I was, was going to say there might be a little bit of Tom I think Fuller in It wouldn't surprise me if he gets the call up. Um, besides that, they have it. They've got a heavy bench too. That probably. It's not as heavy as the Cowboys, but it would be close. Oh. McKinnis, Wilton, Tolman, and Big Fafito scored Big last week. Big. Shout out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to go Sharks 13+. plus. It's Sharks um, 13+. plus. Let's move on. Because it's, in, it's in Tamworth. It doesn't really matter. The Sharks are going to are gonna kill them, I think. Yeah. Turn up for the people in Tamworth. We love that. Uh, Broncos Knights, another game we don't have to spend a lot of time on because the Broncos are going to win, and they're going to win well. Yeah, tomorrow- it is under the lights – in Suncorp, a.k.a. the home of Rugby League. Tamare Martin, back. Branko Lee, back. Um, yeah, Billy Walters at nine. Kobe Hetherington, the starting lock. We love to see. Holy shit. Yeah, no no Carrigan and Pace is named in the extended bench. I'd like to see him get a run. Um, he was really influential in, in their win streak. He's a guy I really like. Yeah. I'd like to see him drop Turpin. Him go into there. I don't know if he will. Terps has been good, but Terps, Terps has, has been, been all right. Um, I'd rather I w- I'd rather Pakes, but I think they might. The way they kept Tezzy in for a week too long, they might keep um, Turpin in for a week, and they, they might see it's against the Knights and go, "We want to give Pakes another week." Yeah, I don't yeah, think there's much the Knights can really do here at Suncorp. They line up the same. I think Clem is back. 
Yeah, big Dave um, Clem. I need him fantasy this week. Thank you, Clem. <laughs> Fucking go yeah, hard, bro. I don't. I don't really think much is different. Crossing the fourteen. Brody um, Jones has he been playing in the twelve this year? Yeah, I've Brody Jones. A lot of him. He's he's in and out of the back row a little bit. Um. Yeah, he played, he played last week since um, Fitzgibbon's been out. Yeah, it's yeah. this this Knights team is just not inspiring at all, is it? I think they're going to get. Nah. I don't know if they get pumped. Um, it is. Nah, I'm, going, court, I'm going Bronx thirteen plus. Bronx yeah, thirteen plus. It is. It's it's Saturday late game there. Stags. It could this, be Bronx is, twenty plus. It could be. This could be a Stags double or triple. This is this is time for Broncos to step up. Herbie's meant to come back in the next few weeks. Yep. Hakes. Is will come back into this lineup hopefully, and they'll get yep. Carrigan back. I think week one of the final after week one of the finals, if they yep. last that long. Um, I'm gonna go Cowboys. Yeah, I'll go 13 plus as well. I think it's gonna be tough. Probably won't watch this game. The Knights, man, just I love seeing Adam Reynolds hump. So I'm gonna I'll probably tune in. I'm a I'm a sicko for it. Plus, uh, the missus is away this weekend, <laughs> so I'll just I'll be watching football, football, football. I'll have a beer in hand and I'll have my finger in my belly button for the rest of it. Um, Sunday, 2 p.m. game. Raiders, this bro, this game screams Sunday, 2 p.m., doesn't it? It does. Raiders, both, Raiders both Sunday games camera. suck, man. Both Sunday. Yeah. Man, they know what they're doing with the Sundays. They just schedule it. Um, look, Xavier Savage is at the one. Chance is named, but he's 22. He's uh, He probably won't see the field. Um, why? I... I continue to wonder why the actual heck is Corey Hadawira Naira on the bench? Yeah, it's because Elliot Whitehead is is their captain, isn't he? I just that's like... why. That's and I think I think that's all that's stopping him. He should be starting. Everyone that listens knows we're big CHN fans. He should Such be starting there. Their season with their season over. I don't think it matters as much. Like they're no Tarpanay. Um, this is going to be you're, so. You're putting a line through the Raiders. The Raiders won't make the eight. That's what you're saying. No, they won't make the eight. They won't Ooh. make the eight. I think the only two that I don't think they'll make the eight. I, I really don't like the fact that we're umming and ahhing. Like I'm umming and ahhing whether they'll beat the Dragons. I think they will. But I'm oh Jack Bird back at the center. Thank you very much. Yeah. Wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. I like that. And that's one of those. I, I just think that their season's done. Like they're too far out. Really like this I might. Just, you know what? We've been saying it for four weeks, and if we keep saying it, it might happen. This might be the fade. The Raiders might start, go hard, go like a busted nut to fight for Ricky, and they might fade in the second half, and the Dragons might sneak away with one. I would feel more confident with the Dragons stealing this if Frankie Molo and Tariq Sims were playing, but Tariq Sims, thankfully, justice was fucking given, and he's been sidelined for the rest of the year. Never to play in a St. George Illawarra Dragons jersey again. Unlucky Tariq, but um, you should not have taken the head off of Connor Tracy. So, fuck you. Mm. Um, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say the Dragons win this. Yeah, you know what? I feel the Dragons too. We did. We did say a fade is overdue. They don't have a coach this game. The coach is, is suspended. They looked very ordinary against Penrith. Very and ordinary. I, and I know and they had Penrith. their full pack. And I know that's Penrith, but it's like they had their full pack. Penrith missing their halves. Yep. Um, I'm not comparing this Dragons team to them. I think it'll be a slugfest. I'm going to go Dragons just because I just, I think mentally it, the, the Raiders would have almost tapped out. I don't mind um, Albert Hopawadi. He looked all right. He looked he like he had a little right. bit going on about him. He's got, I he's got a little about him. You know, he runs like Hopewadi his old man, man too. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna even try and predict the score. I'm gonna say it's gonna be twenty to fourteen to the Dragons. And it's gonna be like twelve six at half time to the Raiders. Twelve, maybe eighteen six. No, yeah, no, maybe put, fourteen six. Sorry, fourteen put, six. Put that, predi- put that prediction up. I think that's probably close. It wouldn't surprise me. They get out to an early start. They think they're going to win, and then because they came into Penrith thinking they were going to win. Yeah, they, they did. came in there. They were like, "Sweet, we've won. We're thinking about next week against the Dragons," and that didn't work out for them. No, it did not. It did not at all. All right, last game of the round. Wow, talk about slugfests. Um, Seagulls win, and Seagulls win tidily. Yeah, Sexton um, not named again, but I do like Tino at prop. That seems to be something they're really looking for next year. Yep. Um, give him an extra dynamic. Isaac Liu, though, named it. I think if Aaron Booth was healthy, it'd be Aaron Clark. Yeah. Oh, but, 100%. Um, but yeah, Greg Marju named it 14 again. This team just... I wouldn't mind the prospect of maybe Tanar Boyd going into the hooker, Aaron Clark to 13, yeah. and then bring in, and bring in Sexton. Sexton. Yeah, maybe they do that. I don't... I've not, I think I don't they'd be want to right, even pretend but... what they're doing. I just think this Manly yeah. team will run over him. The third Trevojevich is named on the bench. Aloe is named on the bench. Besides that, they're pretty, pretty strong. No Schuster. That seems to be a pretty, pretty clear message from Desi, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know what's going on there. The boys over at Bloke in a Bar, they uh, they were talking with the Garino, and uh, they're wondering if maybe if Schuster goes looking. Who's in need of a half? And it could be, it could play behind um, Cameron Munster. That That's what they were throwing out. I'm not going to get too deep into it. Go and listen to them if you want to go and listen. And also for a cracking interview and a cracking story, head over to the Hit Up Rugby League podcast. Our friends over in New Zealand, they just interviewed Jamin Jolliffe. Uh, a couple of a couple of funny stories coming from him, getting, getting a little blind on the, uh, before the, they shipped out to the, I believe the last World Cup. Uh, he's another Ireland boy. He's going to be uh, lining up with Luke Keary. So Really? Uh, yeah. I was so confused when he said Ireland boy. I was like, he doesn't look like he's from like Samoa. Or no, no, not Ireland. Was... Ireland. Yeah, that made from sense. From the potatoes, not the tacos. Yeah. That's what we're about. That's going to be right. fun. He'll be all right. That's Yeah, he I think Manly right. win this 13 plus easy. Comfortably. Comfortably. Um. But you're right. There's a you know there's a few good players on this Titans team. They just you know need a coach and some fucking heart. They need some go yeah, for. I think it. next year, need. Sam, like if you're looking at this team and you're like, cool, all right, Sam Verrills at nine, Aaron Clark to thirteen. Um, you have Kieran Foran somehow in there. I'm not sure what they're gonna do, but yeah. um, if that if that's at least what they're kind of bringing out, you're like, all right, there's some improvement there. I would like I like them more next year than. A team like the Knights, I guess. Definitely, but they <laughs> like I think they just gave us all blue balls pretty hard being a flash in the pan team last year, and we just expected more this year. Yeah, we did. I think that's a problem. I mean, you look at that Titans team last year, it's been said to death now. Everyone's kind of gone back on what they said last year, saying, Oh, I didn't think they were gonna be that good. They got in the finals with a losing record. Yeah, uh, we all thought they were gonna at least be pretty good this year. We didn't think they'd be this bad. Nah, I didn't think they'd be this dog shit, but they lose this. Uh it could be it could be the spoon. I think they've got. I would imagine they've got the spoon close to locked up. Like, nah, the Tigers are still in and around it, and I was just about to say the Tigers are in and around it, and we predicted them to lose pretty handedly this week. The Sharkies, Um, and then obviously they've got the Roosters. They could beat the Dragons. 
Yeah. Um, and then they've got the Raiders in the last week of the final. So we'll see. Whereas I think the Titans have a really tough run home, don't they? Uh, I think they do, yeah. Yeah, I'm so it's, gonna... oh no, it's Manly, then Dragons, and then Knights, and then the Warriors. So they, they could find they could find a win in there and, yeah. Mm, I think you're right. I want to go back on that. I, I didn't realise they had such an easy run in. Yeah. This is their could last, be... t- this is their last, last quote, tough season, tough game yep. of the season. Last tough game of the quote unquote. Uh, all right. Well, guys, I think that's pretty much us. I think we're pretty well wraps. Um, as I said, quick one tonight and we stuck to our word, stuck to our take, stuck to our word. Um, keep an eye on the socials. Like where you can like, love where you can love. Um, shout out to the guys at the cover AU sport network. We really appreciate everything that you do for us. Keep your eyes peeled on the socials. We do, as always, have shit happening. I think we're going to get, we're going to fill out one of these ladder predictors that's on the NRL.com site and like just kind of predict where we think it's going to all end up at the end of the season. Play a little finals bingo and then we'll go from there. But keep your eyes peeled. Fifth and dribble jam. We're pumping out. We love it. All right. Share that where you can. We want to get as much traction as we can on that because we think it's a really cool concept. We've got a lot of love so far. Let's keep it pumping. Lachlan, anything for the people that you want to drop? Keep your eyes on the merch. We we maybe alluded to something early on. Go play back and listen. We're like a Marvel movie here, creating in-cinematic podcast universes. So go go listen to that that early Easter egg um, and keep your eyes peeled on the socials there. There may or may not be something coming. May or may not, keep your eyes out and we will catch you on a Tuesday pod. Enjoy your weekend of football. A River Dirch. Enjoy.